you're at lunch, or if you have no appetite, now is a good time to switch off the radio. It will not be pleasant listening. Welcome to the LRWS on RazRadioLive.com, RadioChaos.net, and NoNameNetwork.net. Hosted by a man pining for his audience. Zero point zero. A fun-loving woman. Thank you so much for making my days brighter. And a guy who kind of sounds like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. Hope you enjoy the program, because no refunds will be issued. I'll write it and we'll do it live! Welcome to the Show. How y'all doing? If you'd like to get a hold of me tonight, the number is 813-602-2715. The number is still a text line, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be calling it up. But uh, trying to revamp the program, so that's why you heard some of the old imaging. I haven't had time to make any new imaging. I'm going to be doing some new imaging in 2021. I'll tell you how to do that in a little bit. I'll tell you about that in a little bit. But first, I want to roll this part. if I want to use that as my intro or what, but it's still a work in progress. So it's a little something there for you. How's everybody doing? Hope you all had a good Thanksgiving, all that fun stuff. I uh, had a great time with the family. Going to be talking about that. Going to be talking about some behind the scenes stuff that a lot of people don't know about. And I wasn't really going to say anything about it, but some stuff has come to light. And there's some stuff that I would like to say about it. Some stuff that I feel needs to be said. And, uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you, everybody who listened to the program on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you to all the new people who have been checking this out on Spotify. Thank you. And on iTunes, thank you. Would love your feedback. And I'm going to make an announcement right now. I know I mentioned it briefly at the top of the show, but I want to mention it right here for you over the uh, without the music in the background. But, as I said, uh, the show is now being rebranded as the Lawrence Ross Show, and I'm looking to get some people to help me out with imaging. Now, what exactly is imaging? You're probably wondering, what is that? Well, imaging is the thing that you hear, like, it's, it's a sweeper. Like, at the top of the show, you heard that little collage of the audio with the music in the background, me talking, and the sound clips and whatnot. That's, that's a sweeper or imaging in the radio industry, and it's, it's where... Yeah, it, it, it explains itself. It, it, it explains what you got coming up, what you're listening to, that sort of thing. And so what I'm looking to do is I'm looking to have people voice some imaging for me. But there's a way you got to do it. If you are interested in doing imaging for the Lawrence Ross Show, please send an email to blindlawrence at gmail.com. Put in the subject line imaging and just then just... Write out whatever you want to write out. No experience is necessary. And uh, I will set up a time with you one of these days and we'll be able to hopefully make something out of it. Hopefully we will. 
And I just want to announce everybody that uh, right now, uh, as, as a result of Thomas leaving the program and it going over to me, uh, he transferred the power of the Teespring store over to me. And in the store right now, we got some merchandise. But, uh, but before I get into that, I just want to say thank you to the people who have liked the Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash L. Ross 1987. Thank you to Karen Phillips, uh, Kayla Ferugia. Hope I'm saying that right. Uh, Christina Maria Cunha Brinkman and Jamie Welshman. Thank you, everybody, for liking the page. Greatly appreciate it. Up to 457. Thank you, everybody. And, uh, We'd like to let everybody know that right now, up at teespring.com, just go to teespring.com forward slash COVID hyphen 19 hyphen combat. And there you will find two items. There's a neck gaiter and a cloth face mask. The neck gaiter is $27.99. The mask is $19.99. Both of these items have my logo on them. The cane with the glasses and uh, the initials. So you can buy as many as you want of those. Or you can tell your friends, hey, buy this. <laughs> Whatever you want to do with it. Now, I would like to get to this uh, real quick because they often say in radio that you never know when your last day is going to be. As is the case with Thomas. And Thomas is always welcome back on the program. I just want to make that abundantly clear. And... Uh, <clears throat> he took to the uh, YouTube channel, uh, which used to house this show, and he has now rebranded it himself. And, well, he's looking for people to help him out with something. And so I figured I'd just go ahead and just let it run. This is this is his words, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, this is about eight minutes. So for anybody there who's wondering what's up with Thomas, well, here you go. Here's an update about Thomas, and I'll be back with more after this. I made a post on the Lawrence Ross Waterhead Show Facebook page, which has now simply been renamed the Lawrence Ross Show. Uh, last week, I left the program. It was a podcast that Lawrence and I started all the way back in 2009, and I just wasn't having fun with it anymore. It's especially the last few months, it felt like, oh, it's Friday. I have this thing I have to do and you have that when uh, really any a collective project is going on I had moments where oh great it's another Friday here we go the show's probably going to suck because either uh, I didn't have much to talk about or I just didn't know how the show was going to go that week and it ended up being a great show so really was a 50-50 shot on if I was going to put out a good product, if I was going to enjoy what I put out. So I just decided, you know what, we had a good run. We did this for over 10 years. Lawrence has decided to keep going, at least for now. He's renamed it the Lawrence Ross Show, and I wish him uh, nothing but the best. I want to just search Lawrence Ross on either iTunes or Spotify podcast, you should easily find him. And by all means, keep 
supporting him, keep supporting the show. If you enjoy his impressions or his radio history segments, uh, whatever it is that you might find enjoyable about his content, by all means, keep supporting him. Look up his channel. I'll have it in the description. It's simply just Lawrence Ross. And I wish him nothing but the best, whether he... Calls it quit in six months, or he somehow lasts another ten years doing podcasting. We certainly had no idea. We had no goal whatsoever when we started the podcast, other than we wanted to entertain, we wanted to show that blind and vision impaired people can put out a good product, and can just try to be entertaining and learn some new skills. The whole reason why that started was he wanted a career in radio, and I thought, well, you need somebody to play off of, so I will help out with with that. And it turns out that I actually really grew to enjoy it. And that joy and that want to create just wasn't there anymore. So I thought, you know, you need to just stop because if you keep doing something that you're not enjoying, the product is just going to suffer. And I could continue to do the program and I could continue to go through that, oh, tonight's going to suck and it ends up being great. And then I just keep delaying the inevitable until I eventually burn out and want nothing to do with Lawrence or the podcast or even being a content creator in general. So I just decided to leave and try some new things. And this is where I want your help. I, at the start of the year, I picked up a couple of games that I wanted to do my typical Let's Play of. I've never been a huge fan of Let's Players. I like people like Jacksepticeye. Uh, but you get the stereotypical Let's Player. I'm not talking about the professionals. I'm talking about the people that deep throat the mic. They don't have good sound quality to begin with. And they think they're funny. They want to hear their own voice. That sort of stereotypical Let's Player. Thankfully, we've gotten better with that. People have evolved. We have sort of a standard. And I really just, when I was making my GTA 4, my Saints Row, all those sorts of the Road to Glory was a big success. And I, I'm very proud of what that has achieved. Uh, I thought that my voice just didn't lend itself well enough to doing Let's Plays. So I thought, well, I still want to put these Let's Plays out there for people that they have an interest in the game, but they just want to see gameplay. They don't want to see some loud, random asshole making comments, you know, every five seconds. So that's why I made the Let's Plays that I did. And at the start of the year, I bought things like Lollipop Chainsaw. I have... The entire, I believe I have the complete Bioshock collection through PlayStation Plus. I have all four Uncharted games. I have Horizon Zero Dawn. 
I have Xbox Game Pass, there's a lot that I could play on the channel. So it's really up to what do you guys want to see? Do you want to see uh, that continued sort of let's play of, hey, I want the game, I like the way you do things, I just don't want to hear your voice. I can completely understand that. Let me know that in the comments. I have also thought about going to Twitch, which seems like a horrible idea right now because of the whole uh, takedown claims. So I thought, do I go to Twitch? Do I stream on YouTube? Do you want to see uh, the whole Let's Play thing? I'll shut up and just play the game. You know, however you want. I've got some ideas of things that I want to do but if I do things the way I want them and I don't try to engage the community especially now because we've got 184 subs I feel sorry for several people that recently just subbed the channel and then leave and so if those people subbed wanting LRWS content, uh, such as I've got a few here of Lauren Ross, Volta01, uh, Sabrina Woods. Those are just three subs that I have when I open my, uh, my notifications. You know, if you want Lawrence Ross Waterhead Show content and you subbed for that, Unfortunately, you're just not going to get that anymore. So if you want to unsub, I can completely understand. But to everybody else that wants to come here and build a community where we can support each other in the comments and just try to enjoy life, enjoy games, and just forget about the world being on fire for a while, then please, let's try to build that community. It is incredibly difficult to build a following and have that sort of community, and I know this isn't going to happen overnight, but if we can try to build that, I think that would be a great thing. I'm not going to be one of those people of, oh yeah, I'm going to do this and this, and I'm going to be the next Jacksepticeye or Ninja or Markiplier, and I'll have a million subs overnight. That's impossible. I have been making YouTube content in one way, shape, or form since 2006. So I know of the road that is ahead of me. But with your help, we can try to build a community and just be there for, for each other because I think deep down that's what everybody wants. So please leave your suggestions in the comments below of games you want me to play, how you want me to play them? Do you want a traditional Let's Play experience? Do you want it? No commentary. If you want to see me stream, do I do it on YouTube? Do I do it on Twitch? All these things will help me figure out where I go from here as a content creator. And hopefully I haven't rambled long enough and you're still listening. So I will simply wrap it up by saying thank you for subbing to the channel being there for everything the channel has done and I hope you will continue to support the channel so thank you very much yeah, so there you go nice words from the former contributor Thomas and uh, I really hope that he gets his wish of starting a nice community of just people who want to uh, hang out and 
play video games because I've known the dude for 15 years, damn near 16 years almost. Really, really underearth dude. Really, really great guy. Great guy. All right. So I got that taken care of. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to, you can check him out. YouTube.com forward slash Waterhead. That is his YouTube handle, ladies and gentlemen. That is what he prefers to be known as in regards to uh, his uh, handle out there. That's what he's known as. So there you go with that. Uh, now into the personal recap. But well, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, now to the personal recap, because this this will lead into something, and then this will lead into uh, sports later on. So, okay. <clears throat> oh, yeah, so uh, Friday night, basically just uh, checked out uh, the bar show a little bit over there on twitch.tv forward slash cluster F show. Check them out sometime. They're, they're a very fun bunch. Uh, Mike and his wife Donna and their kids, Trace, Weston, and Berlin. Just a great bunch. Just a Fun, fun program to listen to. They're very cynical, but they're actually really, really nice people. They, they really are. Mike and Donna are. Uh, Trace, I think I met him maybe like once, I think. In Western Berlin, I've not met them personally, but uh, I think we've communicated sparingly on the bar show, which is good enough for me. Uh, so did that. Then, uh, uh, then... Basically, just uh, uh, was dealing with something, but I'll, I'll get that later on. Uh, then Saturday, uh, Saturday just hung around, just watched a little American Dad, watched a little uh, Family Guy. <clears throat> Actually, no, I watched a lot of, uh, watched a lot of, watched a lot of Family Guy. <clears throat> Boy, try saying that ten times fast. And then uh, Sunday was pretty much. Uh, about the same, really. Just had to uh, change uh, something uh, real quick in regards to uh, my travel plans. Just real quick, but it was very easy. And uh, I actually took the entire work week off because I think it would seem kind of silly for me to go to work on a Monday just for eight hours only to travel to, for the first time for me anyway, Las Vegas, baby! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Casino, all that stuff. Oh, it's great times, man. Great times. So, went to uh, Las Vegas. Met the family there. We went to uh, the Red Rock. Uh, uh, the Red Rock. And uh, there's a hotel slash casino kind of a deal. And the first night there, I had a... Uh, well, and the cool thing is I had a chance to experience, uh, you know, some, some of the, uh, some of the, some of the uh, activities there and some of the cuisine there. So... I guess that this, uh, I guess that this is very fitting. Uh, I, I'll actually, actually go and I'll, 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 uh, well, I know this is old imaging because it mentions LRWS, but I'll definitely get somebody to help me revamp this. Hopefully, here we go. It might not be five star dining. Talk to me when we're eating the fucking dog for supper. But it tastes good to them. This bucket's only got three biscuits. It's supposed to have four. Time for the restaurant review. Bon appetit. On the LRWS. Check, please. Had dinner at the Grand Cafe on Tuesday when I arrived in Vegas, and it was really, really good. I mean, it was, it was. Uh, a burger. It was. It was like a hearty burger. It had horseradish on it. It had. I think it had bacon on it. It was. It was really awesome. It was great. And then, uh, so then, uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, gosh, I'm not sure if I even had breakfast that morning. Come to think of it. Uh, but no, hang on. Uh, <clears throat> so 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 after uh, after dinner, 
went to a couple uh, played a couple of games played some roulette let me just say this right now full disclosure I suck at roulette. I can't get that damn ball to go where I want it to go. That ball has a mind of its own sometimes. Like, it'll go where it wants to go, and it's usually where you didn't select it to go. Like, you could go like you could go there, up to the roulette thing, and be like, Wesley Snipes in Passenger 57, 23 black, always bet black. And then what happens, you get like a red 16 or something. It's like, damn it! <laughs> but... The one game I'm pretty good at is blackjack. I'm, I'm fairly good at that. I'm, I'm able to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. But uh, that, that's always fun to me anyway. Blackjack. I love blackjack. It's fun. And then Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, I got a chance to try something really unique. This is a pretzel hot dog hybrid. It was like a, it was like a hot dog and a baked pretzel was wrapped around it. And, mm, it was really good from this. I think it was Aunt, Aunt, Auntie Anne's pretzel thing or something like that. And the people there were just so incredibly nice. Just just great, great people. Just just really nice. And uh, one of the other things I got a chance to do, uh, uh, got a chance to go bowling. I'll get my bowling sound effect. I should have had the bowling sound effect earlier. Hold on. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Bit of a sneeze, folks. It happens. Where the heck is it? How come, how come, how come I didn't... I don't know. That's, that's, uh, that's on me, folks. I didn't get the, uh, the bowling sound effect queued up quick enough. My bad. I'll get it. Where the heck is it? Uh, this, this, this. No, 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 no. No, where is it? No, 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 no. 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 Too far up. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bowling, bowling. Yeah, so, uh, okay. I'm going to reset that. Reset that take. All right. So I went bowling on Wednesday. That was fun. And my bowling name was The Dude. And I chose that because of The Big Lebowski. And uh, that should be surprised. And that's surprised to no one, basically. <laughs> Who knows? But... Yeah, it was a fun time. I mean, I, I got 60 on my first game, and then on the second one, I got 88. Well, he played two games. That was it, just me, my mom, and my dad. And the, the, other, thi- the other thing I noticed in, in, in the hotel, well, uh, the, the, the one thing that really struck me kind of shockingly in, in the hotel room is that it's 2020, and there was still a wall, and there was a wall-mounted phone in the bathroom, like right near the toilet. I found this to be really strange. Like, who is that for? Is that for, like, an old person if they slip and fall? Is that for, like, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> is that designed for someone if they want to be, like, the next prank caller and they can make prank phone calls from the bathroom? And uh, since Las Vegas is a one-party state, you don't need the other person's consent to record a phone call? <laughs> that kind of a deal? <laughs> what if it's one of those deals? jeez. Oh, but, yeah, uh... Oh, but it was great. And then uh, Thanksgiving Day was uh, uh, Thanksgiving Day was nice. Uh, had a little breakfast with my mom, and then hung out with my dad at uh, the bar, sports bar. We watched uh, uh, watched a little football, drank some beer, had some pretzel uh, pretzel bites. Oh, it was a great time. Then uh, went back up to the room with my mom and watched uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's kind of like my thing now. Every Thanksgiving, I got to watch that damn movie because it's so. It's 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 hilarious. It's it's a classic. It's got uh, Steve Martin, John Candy. Oh, it's a great movie. 
And that movie has a bit of a personal connection with me. You see, folks, when I was born, I was a triplet. And, well, I was one of triplets. And one of my brothers had passed away very early on. And my other brother, he was hanging in there. He was hanging in there. And it's around January of 88. My parents are just stressed to the bone. They needed a release. And they often say laughter is the best medicine. So they went to go see the movie Plane, Trains, and Automobiles. And from what they tell me is that when it was all over, they were crying. They were laughing so hard. And I'd have to agree with them. And probably, well, probably probably because the ending is just so beautiful. For anybody who hasn't seen it, I don't want to ruin it for you. But I did, I did see something that was kind of unique. Uh, the, uh, uh, the, the original cut of the movie was like three and a half hours. And there was some other stuff that, they, that was left on the cutting room floor. For instance, if you've ever seen the movie, there's that scene. There's that scene you know of that scene in the movie where they're having breakfast? Well, they're, well, well, in that scene... Steve Martin says to John Candy, you went to my wallet to get pizza last night, didn't you? Well, that scene was cut from the movie. Like, uh, uh, and, and it, sh- shows, it shows him, uh, it shows Steve Martin getting a pizza, or John Candy getting a pizza, and then Steve Martin looks at the pizza and, like, he doesn't eat it because it's so nasty looking. And the scene where they get robbed is left in, but the person who robbed them was actually the pizza boy. That's the person who ends up robbing him, uh, robbing them. So that, that's, that's something. And there's that part where Steve Martin has to call home a couple of times to update his wife. And there's that part where she says, what's going on? Because there was a subplot written into the script where she thought there was an affair going on. But they decided, nah, that's not going to work. So, so they decided, eh, you know, we'll, we'll cut this, cut that, and there you go. And actually, uh, another fun thing for you movie buffs out there, Kevin Bacon is in Plain Trains and Automobiles. He makes a silent appearance, though. you got to really look for him. He's like within the first five, six minutes of the movie. It's, it's the scene where Steve Martin's trying to get a taxi to the airport. And I think it's after the second time he whistles to try to get the cabbie's attention where he goes, cab <laughs> trying to get in the cab and stuff and it doesn't work out and it was just oh it's it's it's, it's still a great movie i mean it it, it holds up nicely i think I, I love it one of my favorites man i love it it's beautiful and then uh friday uh, well yeah so then uh, thursday thanksgiving no turkey for this guy had uh had a burrito with uh it was uh it, w- it was a, a steak burrito and it had uh, like guacamole in it. I was drinking a beer and oh, it was just great. And oh, it was a great time. And then gambled a little bit after dinner. And man, the time just melts away when you're sitting at that blackjack table, man. It just goes away. Even if you're playing against a machine, the time just boop, melts away. Oh, and also Wednesday night after bowling, we went, uh, we, we, we had some dinner at this nice little Mexican joint. Oh, it was awesome. Although I can't remember the name on. You know, actually, you know what? No, no, no. I take that back. Wednesday night, we had dinner at some place, but I can't remember the name of the darn place. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. Oh, it is going to drive me batty. There was like nachos and oh, it was really good. It was really good. <clears throat> so is that and then uh, 
Friday just uh, went home. Friday went home and landed and uh, and and the the cool thing is Southwest Airlines they got that thing where you can uh, where where you can plug you can still access their Wi Fi you can like you can watch movies and stuff but I didn't do any of that I just I just listened to my music and stuff like that but I did check the flight tracker the flight tracker occasionally and you can see the elevation that you're at uh, how how much time you got left in the flight so that's kind of cool and. Uh, Going to the airport, I got a ride from one of my friends who is an Uber driver named Thomas, and uh, and we've traveled so much we kind of built a bit of a, a bit a bit of a rapport. And he was telling me about a new podcast that he's doing. This is from a podcast he used to do with one of his friends. Uh, this is from earlier this year, I believe. And this is where uh, this is where I'm brought up, and uh, then that will lead into. Uh, this other thing that Thomas has, so stand by. Do you follow Lawrence Ross on Facebook? Yes, I do, actually. Did you see the poll where he was asking people what YouTuber should he challenge to a one-on-one basketball game with? No, I have not. <laughs> I told him Shane Dawson, which gave me the inspiration to challenge you, Shane Dawson, to a wrestling match. 24 hours already expired. So, I had him in my car the other day, and we were talking about that, and he said another fun one he'd like to do is uh, dodgeball. Now, mind you, everybody, Lawrence Ross, also known as Blind Lawrence, is visually impaired, but he's one heck of a great dude. Uh, So we were sitting there talking, and he was telling me that he wanted to do a dodgeball match. And he's like, and you know what will be funny is, people sitting there watching me run into the wall, and I tell him, this ain't the outtakes of the bloopers. This is the real show, guys. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> formerly from Burgers and Brawls, Lawrence, I challenge you to dodgeball. Hey, there we go. I will be the special referee. Darn pandemic. That's 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 something the pandemic put on hold. I wanted to play dodgeball this year. Ah, well, hell, get him next year. Anyway, hang on. I want to rewind this a little bit. Uh, stand by. There it is. Oh, what the? Oh, come on. The special referee. Special referee. Right, there we go. Stand by. To the wall. The outtakes of the show, guys. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> formerly from Burgers and Brawls, Lawrence, I challenge you to dodgeball. <laughs> challenge accepted. If and when we can get it going, man. Hey, there we go. I will be the special referee. Just try not to hit me. Either one of y'all. <laughs> I can't guarantee that. I can't speak for Lawrence, but I might peg you one. <laughs> hey, it happens, right? Right. <laughs> We will eventually have Lawrence Ross on our other channel, uh, Burgers and Brawls with Tom and Tiny. We also will be on his channel simultaneously, so stay tuned for that. Still a lot of things in the fire. Give us time, okay? But yeah, that, that's, that one really just crossed my mind because the way he was putting it off, it was going to be hilarious. I had him in the car a couple of days ago. Did a Christopher walking impression for me? Damn, it was flipping hilarious. Have you heard his Mo from Simpsons? Yes. And his comic book guy? Yes. Oh, my God. All right. So Thomas actually gave me a ride to the airport, and uh, he was telling me about a podcast that he's on. Uh, I can't remember the name, though, but uh, but uh, but he's extended the out branches. Hey, look, man, any Sunday that you want to do it, man, just let me know. Love to have you on. So, whenever you're available, dude, I'd love to uh, love to get love to get the wheels in motion on that one, man. That's gonna be fun if we can get it. If we can get it, all right. 
813-602-2715. Oh, so yeah, so then so then Friday, so Friday, as soon as I landed, I got home, and I basically just relaxed and just didn't do all that much of anything else. Because I didn't feel like doing anything. I didn't. I didn't even feel like playing like an old show from the archives and restreaming it. That's how worn out I was. But uh, yeah, so there was that, and uh, yeah, so that takes care of that section. Oh wait, hold on. Ah, dang it, ah, it's Stewie. Ah. Yeah, Stewie. Hey man, uh, what's going through your uh, refrigerator? Uh huh. Look concerned, man. About what? Well, you got a lot of uh, Pepsi with real sugar in there. And uh, what's your point, Stewie? I don't want you to get diabetes, man, and go blinder. Because you know that blindness and diabetes, they kind of go together. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard that for years, diabetes and uh, blindness, they do kind of go hand in hand. I just said that, man. God, what are you, Wilford Brimley? Well, actually, no. You can say diabetes properly. You just can't say other words properly because you get hung up on them. Because you stutter when you talk. And that is why the girls don't date you, man. They don't want to date someone like that. They don't want a woman who spends five minutes getting the words out. Trying to tell the good I love you. By the time you get to the word love, she's gone, man. She's left the table. All right, now you're getting a little personal there. Uh, oh, really? Well, it's still like I said you had like erectile dysfunction or something. Bastard. All right, get him out of here. All righty. Well, anyway, that takes care of that. Sorry about that. Uh, he just, jeez, uh, you know, ever, ever since, you know, you know, you know, ever since the pandemic, or actually, actually, no, before that, before that, I asked this guy, you want to be on the show? And he was like, no, I'll just hang around. So he just, he bugs me whenever he can. Like, I'll be trying to listen to the bar show, eating some potato chips. And he's always asking me, like, he's always asking me, what's my YouTube account login? It's like, what are you doing, man? It's like, he tells me he just wants to watch movies and stuff like that. <sighs> anyway. Well, it's time to get into this section of the program, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, i got a special guest who's going to help me out with this. Baseball. There's no crying in baseball. Football. Call it Australian so that ESPN will run it all night and never explain the rules to anybody. And all the other sports in between. You ever watch golf on television? It's like watching flies fuck. Time for the sports section on the LRWS. All right, let's bring him in here. All right. All right. Go ahead, sir. Uh, Step to the microphone. Just checking to see if it works. Oh, good evening, sir. Well, good evening to each and every one of you listening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Howard Cosell. Recapping the wide world of sports right here on the Lawrence Ross Show. Unbelievable. I've been unbelievable. Look, Ross, I know that you can't see which way is up. I know that you sometimes put your underwear on inside out. You put your socks on the wrong feet. You put your t-shirt on inside out. You put it on backwards. You put it on the sideways. You put your pants on with 
the legs sticking out every which way. But you mean to tell me you can't do any research about me? What do you mean? You're asking me to comment on boxing. I publicly derided boxing in 1982 when Larry Holmes took on Randall Cobb in Texas. The referee for that match, Stephen Crossan, obviously let it go the distance because I'm thoroughly convinced it wasn't Stephen Crossan or Crossan. It was Dick Young from the New York Daily News. That guy, every chance he would get, always vilification of Howard Cosell. Every time he had that poison pen ready to go. I'm here to tell you, that fight between Larry Holmes and Randall Cobb, Larry was very overclassed. Randall was only 134 pounds. Larry, a stocking 217 and a half pounds. Seeing those guys fight was like watching Henry Hill in the first few minutes of Goodfellas when he got the tar kicked out of him because he didn't attend school for months. But that is neither here nor there. But Dick Young... He could never back up what he said, unlike the greatest of all time, Muhammad Ali. And let me just say this. That match between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. the other night, that was possibly one of the most embarrassing displays of boxing I've ever seen since Floyd Mayweather took on Manny Pacquiao. I saw that one. I was spitting from the clouds. I was so enraged and so bored to see the level, the direction, the way the very sport of boxing has gone. And they let that fight go with Holmes and Cobb. They let it go for a very long time because they knew I felt very uncomfortable After the tragic events of two weeks prior, Ray Boom Boom Mancini and Kuda Kim. Kuda Kim was savagely assaulted by a barrage of punches thrown by Ray Boom Boom Mancini. Several days after the several days after the fight, Kuda Kim died. Several months later. The referee committed suicide. Let me just say this about that fight between Tyson and Jones. That fight. I have seen better fights at the senior citizens home over the last cup of Dannon Yogurt. Not sponsored by Dannon. Right here. Hi, Ms. Cosell. Thank you very much for uh, stopping by. I know I did step away and serve you your... uh Beverage, yeah, that's right. The crisp, clean, frosty taste of an A&W root beer right here. All right. Thank you, Mr. Cosell.
Hey, that's my line. All right. Uh, anyway, thank you, Mr. Cosell, for that. Now, uh, uh, just real quick, man, the Kansas City Chiefs, they beat uh, Tampa the other day, 27-24. Bit of a, uh, you know, it was a tough game a little bit, but hey, we got them. We won it, so that's good to know. All right. Now, that's pretty much that, really. I, I don't have anything else other uh, for uh, sports, really. I, I just don't. I, I wish I did, but I don't. Now, I would like to uh, play this for y'all. This is... Uh, Going back on something I uh, going back to something I said a couple of weeks earlier about how some creators are not fans of some of the early stuff that they've done, and I am uh, no exception. No matter what, uh, wait, 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 where, 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 is it? where the heck is it? What the? Hold on. What the? This is crazy. Hold on. What the? Wait a minute. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, wait a sec. Oh, hang on. <laughs> computer's freezing up a little bit here. Hold on, folks. Just gonna wait a little second. Hang on a second. The, the computer's freezing up a little bit. We we get we wait for it to uh, unfreeze itself. Sometimes it does stuff like this. All right, this should be it. Uh, oh wait, hang on. Hold on, stand by. See if this is it. Okay, yes. Okay. All right. All right, now getting back to this. About a month ago, I was talking about how some creators are not fans of some of the early stuff that they've done, and I'm no exception to that. I was going through a computer that I have as a backup, and I hardly use it, but I was going through it, and I came across this bit that I did back in 2017. Now, this was in response to all the times when, for about two, three weeks, the big story was people getting forcibly removed off of airlines. Like, United had a problem. And then there was another story about some other airlines having other problems of having to deal with passengers and things of that nature. So... I did this bit, and I wasn't too fond of it originally, and then when I went back and listened to it, because I'd forgotten about it, I, I kind of repressed the memory of it, I forgot just how bad this bit was. I mean, th this th this one does not have a lot of uh, funny stuff in it, but, you know, maybe that's probably me, because they do say we are our own worst critics, so who knows. Uh, let's... Uh, Let's dive into this, and maybe you can find some entertainment in it. I don't know. Let's find out. Here we go. Here we go. Planters Peanuts presents Working for the Airlines. Not sponsored by 20th Century Fox. And I was actually, and we were actually going to put this up on the YouTube channel, but when we uploaded it, we got a copyright notice because the Fox fanfare was in there. So that's another reason why the bit was shelved, because of copyright and also because the bit kind of sucks. Here we go. People use the airport every day, but not... Hang, hang on, I want to replay. Stand by. Planters Peanuts presents Working for the Airlines. Not sponsored by 20th Century Fox. People use the airport every day but not everybody follows the implemented rules. 
It used to be that the TSA would deal with unruly passengers in this manner. If you touch my junk, I'm going to have you arrested. That's quite all right, sir. You have a great flight to Omaha today. I don't know where I was going with that voice. And that clip, by the way, of the guy saying, if you touch my junk, I'm going to have you arrested. That was uh, a guy in 2010. He was going to the airport. He was filming. And the TSA guy tried to do that. And that's when he said that. So that's the origin of that, really. So there's not much else I can say about it. Here we go. Now is the time to get aggressive. Here's the new way of dealing with passengers like this. If you touch my junk, I'm going to have you arrested. Excuse me, sir. You've been randomly selected for additional screening. <clears throat> What's this? A four-ounce tube of Preparation H? My ass is killing me. I need help. Big man, I'll give you something to cry about. You see how evil and vicious you're being towards me. Passengers getting belligerent. The passenger has cleared Wow, that really doesn't make a lot of sense when you, in retrospect. Okay, the passenger is cleared. Okay, here we go. ...security and is on their way to the airplane. How do you deal with unruly passengers in this situation? Here's the old method of dealing with a passenger not turning their phone off before the flight. See you in San Diego. And I would like to point out that the sound effect you're hearing in the background is not of an idling jet, but rather of a jet in motion because I couldn't find an idling jet in my archive and I just wanted to piece this thing together because I kind of had a feeling it was a piece of crap from the get-go. But anyway, here we go. Charger See you in San Diego. Chargers game on Sunday? Hell yes! Excuse me, sir. I'm going to ask you to please turn your phone off. We're about to take off. No problem, man. You got it. Nowadays. Wow, that, wow, that, that, wow, that didn't even draw the point home. I was supposed to have the guy be unruly, but then I decided now I'm going to have him just be calm and be normal about it. <laughs> wow. Really sucked on that one. Passengers are getting quite the attitude. Give it right. I don't know how much longer it's in this bit. I think, gosh, I think maybe, maybe I'm a minute half into it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's only a three minute bit, but it's three minutes of torture, if you ask me, and I'm the guy who created it. Back to them time for me to get a picture of myself just in case the plane crashes. I wonder what filter I should use on this one. Excuse me, could you please turn your cell phone off? We are about to depart. Hey, you violated my safe space. Really? Does this violate your safe space, bitch? Punk ass motherfucker. Safe wow. Wow, that was, uh, that was, that was very ridiculous. All right, there's one more scenario in this. God, this bit is awful. He's the airline's number one priority, and that does include those folks who enjoy an occasional pop at 30,000 feet. Here's the old method of dealing with drunks on a plane. Which, by the way, I would like to point out that uh, on both flights coming and going from Vegas, they didn't have booze, they didn't have soda, they didn't have juice. All they had was just water and ice. They're really cutting back. They're cutting back, and they're trying to take every precaution necessary in regards to this uh, pandemic. Which, hey, you can't fault them for that. They're just doing their job. Anyway, continuing. It's on a plane. Hey, stewardess, you got any more peanuts? <laughs> Sir, I'm going to have to cut you off. Oh, bummer, man. Now we introduce to you the new method. Hey, stewardess, you got any more peanuts? <laughs> Sir, if you do that one more time, you're going to end up just like a flight from Malaysian Air. <laughs> okay, I'll admit that 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 joke is kind of funny. It sort of is, but that's like the only like saving grace of this bit, really. Did you just call me an anti-Semite? Oh, it's on well, now, on, man. Racist. Did you just call me an anti-Semite? Oh, it's on now, man. 
Wow, man. Real wow. Quite the range of emotion there. You punch like Bruce Jenner after he had his surgeries. <laughs> okay, that line is pretty funny too. That line's pretty damn funny. Surgery. Sir, if you make one more wisecrack like that, you'll be lights out so you won't be able to make your connecting flight from Baltimore to Long Island, New York. So zip it. There you go. And you can tell that's pretty much where the audio dropped and the the, the cut wasn't made properly. And, well, it, it jumped. There you have it. Zip it. See, that's kind of where it jumped, like where I said it. it, kinda, it yeah, well, anyway. There you have it, friends, the new way of dealing with the airline industry of today. Now go lay the smackdown on some uppity barista who's selling crappuccinos to get their asses out of college debt. Thank you for watching, and have a <laughs> nice day. <laughs> okay, that line's kind of funny. Okay, okay, there's a little left here. The preceding video is not endorsed by Southwest Airlines, JetBlue, American Airlines, Delta Airlines, U.S. Airways, United Airlines, Spirit Airlines, or any airline associated with traveling. Wow. Gosh, that, that, that's probably one of the worst bits I've ever done, I think. That one is just, I don't know, it's just like like the timing was way off, the pacing, there was no pacing in it, it was, it was ugh, it sucked. That was just, ugh, real, real, uh, that, that was no good. That was, that, that was, and, and uh, admittedly, I, 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 I gotta say that, that, that was crap. That was, uh. That was awful. I don't like that one too much. But it is in my archives, so I might as well, you know. Alright, uh, let's see. Let's see. What do I want to play? What do I want to play here? Because I got to use the uh, water closet. And I want to come back with uh, just the, uh, the stuff I had to deal with uh, Friday, Saturday, and some subsequent days. Uh, let's see, which one do I want? Okay, uh, I'll, okay, okay, I'll, 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 I'll play some, uh, uh, let's see, which one do I want? Uh, let's see, hmm, well, it is Christmas time, I could play, uh, well, Nah, I'll 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 wait till uh I'll wait till uh next week to play some Christmas stuff. Let's see. I figured. Uh, let's see. Which one I want to play here? Dang it! Man, I I I I got I got so much stuff. No, I don't don't want to play that one just yet. Play. Hang on. Let me get some music here because I gotta use the bathroom real quick. And I'm trying to decide which one I'll play. All right, yeah, okay. I don't know why I didn't play it earlier. Why I didn't uh, decide to go for it when I wanted to go for it. Uh, but uh, this is a cut from Candlebox. This is off their debut album. And it's... Uh, actually, no. No, no. Scratch that. I'm going with something different. I'm playing Smashing Pumpkins, folks. Let's see, melancholy, melancholy in the infinite sadness. All right, huh? Bullet with butterfly wings. Okay, this, 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 this is a, this is a pretty good, pretty good track because it kind of, 
exemplifies uh, something that I'm experiencing. And then, uh, well, I'll come back and explain it. For everybody listening, thanks for checking it out. This is uh, the Lawrence Ross Show on RazRadioLive.com, RadioChaos.net, and NoNameNetwork.net, and on iTunes and Spotify. Just search Lawrence Ross, and I'll be back in about four minutes and 18 seconds with a really explosive story. Stand by. Back after this. The world is a vampire. Despite all my rage, I am still just ratting again. 
Welcome back to the LRW. No, I'm sorry. Oh, dang it. I'm sorry. Jeez, I got to get used to getting that out and telling people, welcome back to the Lawrence Ross Show. RadioLive.com, RadioChaos.net, and NoNameNetwork.net, and also on iTunes and Spotify in the podcast section. Just search Lawrence Ross. want to send out a couple of acknowledgments. First, thanks off to uh, my dad, who says the name of the place was Yard House. So thank you very much for that. Oh, wait. Uh, hold on. Yep. Come in. All right, sir. You said the name of the place wrong. It's not Yard House. It's Yard House. Oh, like Roadhouse? Exactly. All right. Thank you, Peter. You're welcome. All right. And also, uh, one of my followers on Twitter, checking out the show, uh, MoonB underscore, I believe I'm saying that, uh, uh, underscore MoonB underscore. Thank you for checking out the show. Probably enjoying it with your uh, dinner. Or as, or, as, or as people in the South say, supper. I've I've heard I've I've heard various variations over the years. I've heard people say dinner, din din, and then people in the south say supper. It's supper time, y'all. <laughs> you know, it's supper time. Y'all get your food now. <laughs> All right, eight one three six zero two two seven one five is the number that you can uh, text, and I will see your number up there, and I will dial you up if 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 I see the message. Uh, and I'd like to hear from you. I would like to hear from somebody out there tonight. Once the inter- well, I should have to back. I've already gotten a little bit of interaction, but a little bit more would be nice. All right, hold on. I'm waiting for this thing. One thing to. Uh, this thing is. What the heck? This thing is. Okay, there we go. All right, I just had to reset something. All right. Uh, now. <coughs> okay. <coughs> Now, I was not going to address this all that much because I thought that it would resolve itself and everything would be back on the good foot and would be able to proceed. But that is not the case at all. Now, just to explain this whole thing, give you the entire timeline as to how everything came together, how everything came together and everything fell apart. And there's that phrase of it takes 20 years to build a reputation, five minutes to ruin it. Let me just say this. Let me just say that I do not have a problem at all with anyone who doesn't like what it is that I'm doing. You know, you, you, you have to expect that in regards to any sort of public forum that you're a part of. You just have to be ready for it, and you got to have the thin skin to handle the criticism. And you got to be able to stand up for your art. You got to believe in it, believe what it is that you're doing, all that stuff. So, just to give you this whole thing, and let me just say right now, as I said, I don't mind if someone doesn't like the program, they don't like the content, they don't like my bits, they don't like what it is I'm doing. I get that. I'm not going to lose sleep over if somebody goes on iTunes or Spotify and they give the show a low rating and they say, this guy sucks. All right. I get that. But the one thing that I will not tolerate is slander. Slanderous statements made about me, made about the network that I'm on. 
I'm not putting up with it. Give you a rewind of the timeline here, folks. So anybody who knows me, you know that one of my favorite uh, YouTubers I like to periodically mention on this program is Trisha Paytas. I've met her twice. She's very nice. Uh, Just a lot of fun to be around. She's very sweet, very encouraging. She's been very nice to me both times. Would love to do something with her in the future. When this damn pandemic wraps up, hopefully we can coordinate something. I hope. I don't know. But along the way, after meeting her, I've, I've had the chance. Well, even before, even before meeting her, I've had the chance to uh, interact with people in the community. And so on January 1st of this year, I get a follow from someone named Kayla. And we immediately start clicking over our appreciation for Trisha. And so we would periodically message each other with comments and things of that nature, and it was all good. So in October, Kayla posts on Twitter that she just experienced something very traumatic. She had a bad experience with Uber. The driver sexually assaulted, physically assaulted her, left her with a bruise, that sort of thing. And she said that she was found in some uh, while wearing some Trisha Paytas merchandise, which I would not have cared if she was wearing that or if she was wearing nothing or if she was wearing a Mickey Mouse T-shirt. I still would have liked to have had her on to talk about her situation. Well, I message her. We go back and forth. We she says, OK, I'd like to be on this date. I'm like, OK, you got it. I'm the kind of guy who gives the people that I meet initially, I, I, I give people the benefit of the doubt, as I'm pretty sure everybody else does. You meet someone for the first time, you, you, you kind of want to take what they say at face value, as we should, as, you know, as Chris Rock once says, that uh, the first time you're meeting someone, you're meeting their representative, and the next time you meet them, then you meet the real person. <laughs> and and, and so, sometimes that is true with certain people. And sometimes it's like, why did I ever get mixed up with this individual? So Kayla and I were talking on Twitter and then we migrated over to an app called WhatsApp, which is kind of like for your phone where you can message people, you can voice call them, you can, you know, it's sort of like Skype, except that it's really encrypted so that even the people at WhatsApp don't know what uh, uh, aren't, uh, 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 even they can't access it, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's freaky. I don't know if that's uh, something to be, I don't know. But needless to say, Kayla and I, we started talking on WhatsApp. And she was very enthusiastic about the program. As a matter of fact, she posted a video two Saturdays, ago, almost three Saturdays ago now, which I'm pretty sure she probably deleted it. But she posts a video of her listening to the show. I was very appreciative of it. She seemed very appreciative of the platform. We start talking. She's very excited. She's okay. I got a million ideas. You know, I know this person. I know that person. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that if we work hard enough, maybe if if we, you know, if, if we can post this to YouTube, then maybe Trisha might see it. Then maybe we can have her on the show. Because I know you've been talking about that. You've said that that would be quite the milestone for you. And so I'd like to help you with that. I'm like, okay, great. Then she starts in with this whole thing of, well, you know, I'd like to have this certain title and this, that, and the other. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll do that. I mean, 
I mean, not in a begrudging way, but because, you know, I, 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 wa- I wanted to accommodate the guest. And she wanted to turn one appearance into her being a full-time part of the show. So I relented. I'm like, all right, fine. But uh, nevertheless, we did a lot of practicing on the days leading up to the show. Bunch of practicing over WhatsApp. I, I would play the intro for her, all that stuff. We'd practice all that stuff. And it seemed like it was a smooth conversation. Well, Friday came and Friday went. And if you want, ladies and gentlemen, you can go back in the archives for yourself on iTunes and or Spotify. And you can check out the two times that I tried calling her on the air, mind you. And I did not get a message. I I mean, I I didn't get a pickup. I just got the voicemail. So I talked it up to, okay, maybe she's probably busy. Maybe this, that, and the other. Who knows, right? I even text her. I go, hey, you okay? No response. Then about two hours late. uh, Yeah, about like two hours or so after the show has been uploaded. I'm looking on Facebook and I see this post. And when I read it, I had quite the roller coaster of emotion. First, I was a little betrayed. Then I was upset. Then I was just plain insulted. I'll paraphrase what she said because she has since, surprise, surprise, taken the post down because she probably knows that she's in the wrong. But the post read words to the following effect. Sorry, guys, I wasn't on the air tonight. That radio station used me for clout. They didn't like any of my modeling profile pictures, etc., etc., etc. I was used because of my story. I'm writing, I'm sending all this information to Trisha right now. All that stuff. And I read that and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is on you because you weren't on the show. You didn't pick up. That's on you. How am I the bad guy in this situation? Huh? Explain that to me. So I start browsing through the comments section. And I couldn't help but notice a lot of people were actually saying, hey, you know, we tuned in to that station to hear you. And why weren't you on? What happened? There was somebody who said, you know, I tuned into the show. The guy sounded like a nice guy. It sounded like he was supporting you. And you ditched him. What the heck? Why do you got this attitude? So, wait. It gets... Wait. So, the other thing she said was that Raz Radio hired her. Bullshit. RazRadioLive.com doesn't hire anybody. It is a volunteer basis thing. When... Sean Raspatella does his show on Tuesday nights. He does it on Tuesday nights whenever he wants to do it. He's not tied to a schedule of, oh, I have to do the first 52 on Tuesdays. It used to be a Saturday night show, but then he moved it to Tuesdays. I don't technically have to do the Lawrence Ross show Friday nights, but I do it because I want to, because I have that passion 
I got that drive. You know, I love doing this. I love doing this. This is one of my favorite things, sitting behind this microphone and just talking. It's a lot of fun. So she drops the ball, tries to spin it around and make me look like the bad guy. And, well, we've both blocked each other on Twitter, but I've been getting updates from uh uh, from a source and thank you to the source for that I'm, I'm i'm not saying who it is but thank you uh but i've been getting updates and this is where the slander part really comes in and i first noticed it on tuesday while i'm in vegas i'm in vegas trying to enjoy you know enjoying myself and then I look at the damn social media because, you know, I just, you know, you know, I like to look around and see what's up. And I get people who are tagging me and saying to Trisha, this man is a stalker. Block him. And they screenshotted stuff. But the screenshotted stuff was just me simply retweeting something that Trisha had posted earlier. So, let me see if we got this straight. So, according to these people, retweeting something from someone you like makes you a stalker, evidently, in their world. So, what does that make someone who collects baseball cards? Does that make them a pedophile or something? Is that where we're going? Is, is that the comparison that you're trying to draw here? Is that where we're going? Try again, dumbass! It's not going to work. And uh, so, so... So I uh, uh, so I back read a little bit. A couple days later, I uh, I looked on uh, uh, looked on uh, Kayla's Facebook, and she was saying crap about how uh, that I'm a stalker. Boy, you know that that is insulting right there. To say that I'm a stalker because I appreciate something someone else does. And she also goes on to call me a creep. From what I can gather, now her thing on Twitter is that I'm a goof, which I don't mind that one. That, that's, that's not an insult. But the other things I do mind. Being called a creep, a stalker, and that I arrange to have people from canada in like a group chat so i could levy death threats against her what that is just that is fucking insulting right there that is absolutely insulting because i may not like someone for whatever reason but i've never issued a fucking death threat you know why because issuing a death threat is illegal Ask all the people who have posted on social media stuff about stuff they want to do to the president. Yeah, the Secret Service doesn't really appreciate that kind of stuff. They really don't. They are watching for a reason. And the thing that really really fucking irks me about her is that now she's claiming that my blindness is 
fake. Do you know what happens when someone thinks that my blindness is fake and I'm in earshot? I cut them off, cut them out of my life completely. I've had that happen before. The DoorDash story, I'll tell you that one again real quick. I called DoorDash, I ordered from DoorDash one time and they sent me a message saying we dropped the food off. I go out to the drop off spot. The food's not there. I call up. I ask, hey, I uh, placed a a DoorDash order. Said that y'all were here. Y'all aren't here. What's up? And they go, well, I sent you a picture, sir. They go, well, there's really much I'm blind. They go, oh, is this a prank? Well, you know what? I, I, I find that to be very, very insulting. I mean, would, would, would you, I mean, you know, I mean, that has got to be one of the most insulting things ever to think, to have somebody think that your handicap is fake or that you're not legitimately quote-unquote blind per se. There are different levels of blindness out there. There are different levels of blindness, all right? You wouldn't walk up to somebody with an insulin pump and go, you don't really don't have diabetes. Or you wouldn't go up to somebody in a wheelchair and say, get out of that chair, you're faking it. No. So, yeah. So I feel as if I've been slandered. And as I've said, we both blocked each other on Twitter. I want nothing to do with her. You're not going to hear me talk about her on this program ever again. I'll tell you that much right now. You know what? She's dead to the show. That's it. That is it. Because that's on you. Because we had an agreement. And we had an agreement. She didn't uphold her end of the bargain. And then she's going to spin it around and make me look like the bad guy. Like I'm the asshole because I didn't call her at the right time or whatever. That's on you if you don't pick up. And for someone who's a model, that's not really professional because what if somebody hears this who might want to represent you and they ask, they go, hey, what's this all about? This guy on the radio said this, 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 and this. You know, people screenshotted some of the stuff that you've said, this, some of the stuff this person has said about me. And uh, yeah, I'd probably delete that if I were you. And the other thing, the, the thing why I felt betrayed was because when I read that original, when I read the original post, I thought, is this woman trying to turn Trisha against me? Well, guess what? Try again, dumbass. Try throwing more shit at the wall because it's not going to stick. No matter how many times you do it, it's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. Let me just say this right now. I have, I've, I've always, I've always tried to be the better man in situations like this. And a couple of my friends actually suggested, Hey man, why don't you, uh, why don't you press charges or why don't you sue her for uh, slander? Defamation liable, man. Do it. Do it. Do it. You should do it, man. You should do it. Well, no. I'm not going to. The reason why is because it would seem like a total waste of time. The reason why I say that is because I've heard from sources that she's not very stable mentally. And it wouldn't, re- it wouldn't really accomplish anything. And I don't think she would be found competent to stand trial. 
That is just what I've uh, what I can gather. Exactly what I can gather about that. So you will never hear her on this program ever, ever. And from what my friends have told me, people that have actually come from her circle who have said that she is messed up. I mean, you got to know that's a that's a sad state of affairs when that is the case. When you have people from your own circle telling you, hey, man, this person is messed up. This person has problems. I'm trying to get this thing here. Wait a minute. What the? Hang on a minute. Where is the thing? Dang it. All right. <laughs> the thing's not. Dang it. You know, I. <laughs> Carol's doing live radio, folks. I I try 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 doing one thing and it uh, now won't play. I want to get this thing to open and it's not playing properly. Dang it! All right, hold on. La di do. What the heck? So strange. It was it was it was working a moment ago. Now it's not doing anything. What's going on with this thing? Ah, uh, jeez. Oh boy. Jeez, you know, I, I had everything going, I had it just right, and then just when you have it right, it messes up. It doesn't want to do it. It, it, it doesn't want to play ball, evidently. All right, that's over there, but why is it, oh gosh, oh boy. Did Audacity just freeze up on me completely and just close out? It's the damnedest thing. Huh. Dang it. Now it's just getting ready to wrap up my thing. Oh, hold on. Oh, 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 okay, good, good, okay, good, good, okay. All right, now, now, I am just going to wrap it up by saying this. On this program, ladies and gentlemen, you will never hear Kayla, the model from Canada, ever. You're never going to hear her on this program. And, well, I'm going to give her a four combination of Mel Gibson clips. This is for her, in case any of her comrades happen to be listening. This is for her. Fuck you! That's one. You need a fucking doctor! There's two. You're a pain in my ass! And this is the last one, which resonates with her slander, co- with her slanderous comments about me, saying that I'm a creep, I'm a stalker, and that I'm faking my blindness. This represents everything that she is. You're a dishonest cunt! Exactly. Exactly. Just, and from what I've read is that she has basically gone on Twitter and she quote tweets Every th- almost everything that Trisha has made in the past, I don't know how many days, and she puts a little heart thing next to it. So, who is the stalker now? Hmm? Exactly. Just projecting. Projecting. And I wouldn't be surprised if I found out that she had Munchausen syndrome. I would not be surprised at all. And to any detractors out there, maybe listening to this program, well, I'm just going to let Mike Gundy say it for me. Come after me! I'm a man! 
I can take it. I can take it. You can dish it out, but I can, t- you know, I can dish it out. I can take it as well. I got no problem with it. You just don't want to mess with me. That That's it. Oof. Now, I'm a little, uh, you know, I got to cool down from this a little bit. I got to cool down. I got to do another musical interlude. But first, I want to play the, <coughs> oh, dang it. Here's a uh, clip from September 25th of this year when over that weekend, I posted something nice about Trisha on Twitter, and a couple of detractors got in the uh, uh, a couple of detractors got in their uh, uh, got in their comments, and then I blocked them. And well, here's what I said about Trisha back then, and it still holds true to this day. I will defend Trisha Paytas till I fucking die, because I'm a loyal man. Damn it! And as I've said before, the reason why is because she was nice to me when we first met very nice to me when we met the second time she's been very nice to me on social media on twitter mainly uh i have sent her stuff she hasn't responded in the past but you know what that's probably because she's busy as i am pretty damn busy sometimes so it just happens will our paths cross again hopefully yes hopefully sooner than later but hey a man can dream and that's all i'm doing here just trying to live the dream baby now I got a clip here from the movie Rob Roy, and I don't know exactly what uh, I know exactly what possessed me to go look up Rob Roy clips, but I wanted to. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Maybe something was in there that I wanted to get, but I found this one by accident. This is a really good clip. This is uh, basically describes a chivalry, and that's going to go into uh, the uh, Bad Company song. No, no, I'm sorry, the Bad Finger song. No matter what. So it'll be a nice little interlude and then uh, be back with uh, some more stuff. So uh, stay tuned, everybody. It's the Lawrence Ross Show. Stand by. Women are the heart of honor. And we cherish and protect it in them. You must never mistreat a woman or malign a man. Or stand by and see another do so. All you need to do is listen. No matter what you are. I will always be with you Cause no matter what you do Nothing would be, nothing would be, nothing would 
Lawrence Ross Show. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Always like that song from Bad Finger. No matter what, really good tune, man. And you know, it's kind of sad to see the way that band uh, went. Really, they 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 had a couple of albums, but it seemed like from what I can gather is they weren't really marketed all that properly, and everything just fell apart real quick. Everything just uh, it just it, it it went bad. <laughs> it, it went south real quick. And I think I'm right. I think. Paul McCartney discovered him. I mean, yeah, that's you know, that's 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 not a, you know, that's 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 not a swipe at Paul, believe me. But it just, I I think I think that uh, the record company didn't handle them properly, and I think uh, a lot of their uh, money was mismanaged. I mean, it was it was it was it was bad. But they had some good tunes. They had that. They had day after day. They had uh, at least I think it was day after day. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that's a nice little tune there. I played that. I had to cool down a little bit. Anyway, uh, and I was advised to uh, stop talking about it. Yes, yes, that that that's the <laughs> that's the end of it. <laughs> Send it out, one, folks. Turn the lid on it. Boom, over, out of here. All right. Okay, let's have a little fun here. Let, let's 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 get back into the fun here, man. This is the fun stuff that I like doing here. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. The Howard Stern Show. Hey now. The Phil Hendry Show. Oh, I love Phil Hendry. And all the other radio shows in between. Have a bad night. <laughs> it's time for Radio History with Lawrence Ross on the LRWS. That wasn't cucumber dressing on my face. All right. Now, back in 1999, December 1st. There was a radio guy named Bob Lasseter. He was big in Tampa for years. And uh, that that excerpt I have in that sweeper where the guy says, Have a bad night, hippie. That's from his show. <laughs> he, he took a call back in the day in like 1987 from this old guy who was just cranky as all get out. He was screaming about how uh, Bob was like one of the worst people on radio ever he was going to turn him into the fcc this that and the other it was just it was it was it was just it was just this cranky old dude basically and bob just got a kick out of it he's he, he thought it was the funniest thing ever because from what i heard i haven't heard all of bob lassiter's stuff but from what i've heard is that he was the kind of guy who when he did his talk show he didn't want you to agree with him like like he wanted you to be opposed to what he was saying that was his style of radio. And so uh, so this this is from his final broadcast ever. This was on WFLA 970. And this was at about oh, like five o'clock in the afternoon. Now, I didn't hear this live, but I only I only heard about Bob Laster after he passed away. But this is an extra from his final broadcast. And this this is a man who is just fed up. He's had it with the business. And he's walking. So here it is. I mean, it's 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 been heavily scaled down because the whole thing is like an hour and thirteen or whatever it is. But I just cut it down to like I don't know, minute and a half, however long it is. Anyway, here we go. Management gets very, very, very distraught when I deal with internal things publicly. But for a month now, meetings get postponed, calls don't get returned, little things like that, you know. So we'll deal with it publicly. My contract expires on December 31st, 1999 at 12 midnight. I inquired a month ago as to whether or not they had any interest in renewing it. As I said, phone calls don't get returned. Luncheon engagements get postponed. 
Uh, give me another week on that, would you? As far as I am concerned, and there will be no further discourse on this, as far as I am concerned, I will do my last show on December 23rd because I have a week's vacation coming to me and I'll be damned if I'm going to get screwed out of it. That's the bottom line. I am angry. I am hurt. I am insulted. A very, very dangerous combination. And Lassiter left. He was a man of his word. He left. And he, uh, I think he only did like radio, like sparingly in regards to like interviews and stuff like that. And, uh, well, Bob passed away about 14 years ago. I think he, I, I think it was diabetes. I think, I don't know. But, uh, what I do know is this, uh, t- turning to something that happened on this day back in 2013, little, uh, little history about this radio program, the Ron and Fez show It used to be the Ron and Ron show. Funnily enough, out of Tampa, it used to be. Ron Diaz, who is now doing sports talks with Ian Beckles, the Ron and Ian show, and this guy, Ron Bennington. And at the time, Ron Bennington, he was like a Tampa comedian, and somehow he got a radio deal out of it. Him and Ron Diaz got this show, the Ron and Ron show. And they were on, I think it was 620 WSUN back in the day, and they they, they did a morning show, whatever it was. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, 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 whenever the show was, uh, whenever it ran, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, uh, it was good for what it was. But from what I heard was that uh, they broke up on air. <laughs> but uh, so Ron Diaz still stayed in Tampa and uh, Ron Bennington went out to other areas, other avenues. And one of the avenues he went to, I believe it was, remember, I think it was WNEW in New York. And that is where he met uh, this guy, Fez, Fez Watley. And uh, they started a show, the Ron and Fez show, and uh, and they became good friends with uh, the people on the network. Uh, they they were they were big fan. They were big, they were dear friends of Opie and Anthony back in the day. And sometimes they'd have crossover shows and and this that and the other. Well, in 2013, Ron and Fez they were on Sirius XM satellite radio, and Fez, from what I can gather. He just had a lot of emotional baggage, like a lot of baggage, like to the point where I go and listen to some of these excerpts and I'm like, should this guy even be in front of a microphone? Because it sounds like he's not really with it. I mean, it sounds like he's with it in some instances, but then there are other instances where he just where he just comes apart. And this is an instant where he came apart. He was doing a live read for a product, Mrs. Fields cookies. And he just, he starts crying. He, he just, he, he can't hold it together. It's, 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 it's just, it's, it's, it sucks because this is, you know, this is supposed to be a fun industry. And, and here's a guy who just, I don't know, it just fell apart for him. Here we go. If Mrs. Fields herself offered to set up a shop in your kitchen, not to only make all the cookies and treats you could possibly imagine, but then also offered to wrap them up and carefully place them in amazing gift packages. Then hand deliver, uh, deliver them to all your friends, family, and clients. Would you be interested? Well, of course you would. Well, MrsFields.com essentially offers this exact same service. It's, uh, with a few less amazing aromas filling your house, but still, you get the point. At MrsFields.com, you can shop the world's best cookies and treats, all baked to perfection, sealed fresh, and shipped directly to you or your gift recipients. Packaged in beautiful gift baskets or festive holiday tins and boxes, Mrs. Fields' gift is the perfect gift for anyone on your list. 
These gifts can also be personalized with a message, a logo, or even a photo. So visit MrsFields.com today and ship the world's best cookies and gifts. Enter code KITCHEN, that's code KITCHEN, at checkout and save 20% off your order. Again, that's the code word KITCHEN and save 20% from MrsFields.com or call 1-800-COOKIES, 1-800-COOKIES for more information. Man, and before before that whole, before that commercial, they must have spent about like a good 40 minutes because... Evidently, from what I gather, is the night before, uh, Ron D, uh, Ron Beckel, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> Ron Bennington, and a couple other people, and Fez, they all had dinner with uh, Tim Sabian, and I guess Fez somehow got in his head that things would be changing with the program, that he was going to be forced out, that he was no good anymore, that everybody didn't like him anymore. He was very paranoid. He was very on edge. He was very neurotic, and. Then he eventually calmed down, and, and, and he said he'd be bringing back some of his other, some of the characters he used to do back in the day, but uh, alas, he never did. He never did, and he eventually just ended up leaving, uh, ended up just leaving the show. So I guess, I don't know, I, I guess I guess radio's just not cut out for everybody, which, you know, it makes sense, but hey, I mean, the guy had a good run, I mean, I'm not going to knock him for that, but yeah, I, I know that, uh, if, um, I, I know that uh, Jay Moore's been on that show many times. Uh, you know, it's a fun show for what it is. I mean, you know, you, you, you know, always go to YouTube and check out, uh, Ron Fez, just type that in. If, if, if that's, you know, if, 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 if that's your thing, you know, it doesn't have to be. And besides it, you know, and besides it, it's good advertising for, for some of these old radio shows, because some of these guys, they don't have like archives, like Phil Hendry, like Phil Hendry, he's got a big archive and you can just go to his website and just sign up for a backstage pass. Nine ninety nine a month, by the way. Uh, not a paid endorsement, not sponsored. I'm just promoting it because I love Phil, man. Phil's great. Phil's been on the show three times. Love to get him on again one of these days. Phil does voices on FS for Family, Futurama, Rick and Morty, uh, Squidbillies. Uh, he was in Team America World Police with the South Park guys. Uh, he's 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 done a lot, man. You can you can check out a Phil Hendry uh, demo reel on YouTube, by the way. It's it's up on his official channel. I think he got a. You, you, you kind of got to like scroll through it and then it, 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 it'll pop up. But anyway, so yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of Phil, I think I might be able to run through this real quick. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah, I think I will. Uh, it's the, uh, well, I think I'm going to just tell you about this album real quick that he did back in 2000. Uh, number one rated is significant because a it's it represents when he was rated number one in Los Angeles drive time radio, but also it was the first album and the only album that was ever pressed on picture disc, uh, vinyl basically. And at that time, the money went to my friend's place, and you could get the CD for twenty bucks, or you could get the picture disc for I think it was forty, I think, and the uh, it was still three fifty for shipping shipping and handling which which is pretty cool but now with everything going digital and i'm not even sure where the my friend's place website even goes anymore I'm, I'm not sure if it's even still up there now that i think about it or if they even got the physical cds anymore come to think of it because it's all digital now you know digitals you know, you know digitals you know digital seems to be better than having the physical stuff i mean there are some people who like the physical stuff some people like the digital stuff hey you know it's each his own man but uh, real quick, just want to tell you about what's on this album, because I figure eh, it's 20 years old, it's a classic, I might as well go ahead and tell you what's on it. 
All right, so first up, we got Skippy and Frank Part 1. This is from February 9th, 2000. This is uh, this was a Wednesday. It's, it's uh, one of my favorites where it's a uh, parody of a morning show, the Shock Jock Dudes, and uh, it's Skippy and Frank. And Skippy, <laughs> I'll just say this, involves Skippy and a shotgun, and it goes horribly wrong. It goes, it goes about as well as you could imagine it would go. <laughs> horribly wrong. <laughs> Then there's a track on there called Goth Talk uh, from March 27th, 2000. That was a Monday where R.C. Collins was talking about how he and his friends want to be these uh, goth kids and they were uh, doing something called the uh, goth beaver hunt and they sacrificed a barbecue chicken and they got this one friend, Billy the Impaler and the Lawgiver and they're just like, they're just like these like 16 year old kids and they're like drinking blood and stuff. Then there's a track Sister Josephine, one time character. April Wednesday, April 12th, 2000. Uh, she was like a Miami voodoo. She was like a voodoo witch queen kind of tossing bones. And she was talking about how everybody's got to be afraid of Idion Gonzalez. You must be afraid of Idion. You must be afraid of Idion. And then uh, there's a uh, cut on there. Cut number four, Colonel of Corn from Monday, April 17th, 2000. That is where Jeff Dowder, <laughs> he, wa- he wants to... Uh, uh, he wants to recycle human urine and human excrement so that it can be used for, like, car wash and other stuff so that you know, he says he's trying to protect the environment. I'm just trying to protect the environment, man. Then there's, oh, boy, this is one of my favorites. Uh, Greenskeeper from Monday, July 24th, 2000. In this one, Dean Wheeler thinks that because Tiger Woods has won so many golf matches, it's just going to lead to more black people invading golf courses with low-riding golf carts, ghetto blasters, and King Mambo malt liquor. <laughs> and this dude from Chevy and Hills Golf Course in North Carolina just calls up and just about damn near has a stroke screaming at him. Oh my gosh, it is priceless. It is, it's, it's probably one of the funniest ones uh, out there. I mean, it's, it's one of my favorites. Then there's another one, one of my favorites, uh, Art Bell is Phil. From Friday, June 9th, 2000, that's where Phil does a parody of Art Bell, and the parody is Art Bell doing a parody of Phil. And I think it was Phil's way of saying, hey, look, here's how some of these guys try and do my show, and it just doesn't work, but I'll do it with Art, Be- Art Bell. Then there's a moment, then there's uh, Straight Arrow Ministries, uh, cut number seven, by the way, uh, where uh, it's, sheesh, uh, where it's... Uh, Vernon Dozier, and he's got this guy, Warren Benson, hooked up to electroids, and he's shocking him because he's trying to prove that using shock therapy cures homosexuality. And uh, it's, it's really messed up. It's from Friday, July 21st. Then we go back one day, but we go up the track listing, cut number eight, dental breast exam with Dr. Jim Sadler, who kind of sounds a little bit like Lenny Bruce when he talks a little bit. Uh, he... <laughs> Oh gosh, so messed up. He 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 wants to do a medical procedure where he gives women uh, dental exams and breast exams at the same time because he thinks it'll save time, evidently. And it's just it's crazy. Then from uh, Tuesday, May third, two thousand. No, I'm sorry, Wednesday, May third, two thousand. Is a bit uh, Dave Oliva. Dave Oliva is this uh, Hispanic kind of a character. And he really talks about he wants to be a part of the LAPD. I want to be LAPD, Mr. Henry. I want to be LAPD. So that 
and he's on talking about how he wants to meet Mary Lacius Gonzalez and he wants her to like sit on his face and he's got a midnight blue El Camino. <laughs> he's, he's just out there. Then there's a bit evening with the Quades, although it's split up into two parts, but it's from March 1st, 2000. And it's Phil doing this impromptu thing where he's acting like a drunk Randy, Qu- uh, drunk Dennis Quaid. And he's uh, getting into it with uh, Meg Ryan. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Uh, then there's a uh, support Christopher Reeves. <clears throat> That's from Thursday, April 27, 2000. That's where Margaret Gray wants, uh, she wants people to donate stem cells via fetal tissue so that it can go to Christopher Reeves and he can walk and be in a Superman movie again, but that never happened. But, uh, oh, but it's a really funny bit. And it was the first time I ever heard one of Phil's characters describing an aborted fetus as looking like a shrimp cocktail. <laughs> that was the, that was the common trope amongst the characters. They would always say that whenever abortion would be brought up, they, they would say something effective like, uh, you know, it looks like shrimp cocktail, Phil. <laughs> then there's a moment from this is a track called the Pope is backed up features uh, Rudy Canoza and he's on the program to talk about uh, how he thinks the Pope is backed up and the Pope needs to get laid and this one aired uh, May 18th 2000 it was a Thursday and oddly enough the bit was so controversial it got him dropped from an affiliate in Omaha like Omaha was like nope this isn't working anymore sorry dude we're out then there's, oh, geez, full cavity search. Another one of my favorites. Uh, Jay Santos was on to talk about how he would be frisking kids at the mall to make sure they weren't stealing anything. <laughs> so there was that. It's from May 25th, 2000. That's that a Thursday. And there's this great moment where the guy says, uh, this cowboy tries to put a finger up my son's anal cavity. He's going to find more than that up his. <laughs> so there's that. Then there's... Uh, Men Hate Oral Sex with Bob Green <laughs> from Monday, April 3rd, 2000. This is another of my favorite ones where Bob Green, he's on to talk about, he, he, he wrote a book and he's, and the book is called, <clears throat> the book is called Don't Go There. <laughs> and he's talking about how he's interviewed men who just hate oral sex, hate it to bits. And there's a great part at the end. I don't want to spoil it for you, but just check it out. It's really funny. And then there's Skipping and Frank Part 2. But again, that's split up into two parts. But it's it picks up where the last one left off. They've been fired by the one station. And now they got to go to another station. And Skippy, you can barely understand what he says. You barely understand what he says, but it's just, it's so funny. It's it's so it's it's so crazy. It's out of whack, but it's so funny. And it's from Friday, March third, two thousand, which that show's not in the archives. But I remember, but I remember a long time ago, I was reading some dude's. Uh, uh, uh he made like, ah, uh, geez, he made some like episode guide or some sorts where he chronicled a lot of old Phil Hendry shows, but he put like little like blurbs and the garage, like what happened. Like it wasn't like full like rundowns or anything, but it was like little blurbs as to what happened on that show. And I remember, I think I remember hearing that one uh, when it first ran. So I've, I've, I've always enjoyed being able to hear a lot of Phil's stuff, like when it first ran, because that, that, that was so cool being able to hear his show live, just like any time, whether it was like 10 o'clock at night when I first started listening to him or seven o'clock at night. And then, uh, and then we'd go back, well, and then in 2000, well, 
his schedule when I first started listening to him was like 10 o'clock Eastern in uh, Florida. Then he moved to the 4 o'clock time slot in Los Angeles. They moved it to 7 o'clock. But occasionally what would happen is it would get preempted for uh, Tampa Bay Rays games. But uh, the internet wasn't what it was. So like, so like we couldn't exactly get online and stream it because we were so used to the radio and we had dial-up back then. So we had to really sparingly use the internet or else the phone line would be tied up. It was one of those deals. So, But then eventually the backstage pass came along. And uh, then eventually, you know, having that really helps me keep up with, you know, some of the old stuff or like, you know, or, or, you know, like refresh myself on some of the old stuff or just go back and revisit it or even check out some of the new stuff, which the new stuff is really good. Like he did an episode. Well, he reran it, but it was really funny. It was where he was talking about where he played the part of these cats, these anthropomorphic cats. (laughs) And they were just talking about like. Uh, they're they're saying like how dumb dogs were and they're taking phone calls from other cats and they'd be like yeah so this one dog he's really dumb he he did the whole rolling under the car bit and he's he's just a dumbass man so yeah so there we go with that and uh figure i'd play a uh couple of bits for you then i'm gonna then i'm gonna skedaddle uh this first bit uh it's uh, from uh, the fiasco i played something Played something from a while ago. I don't know what that beep was. But anyway, the show will go on. Uh, heard it. Uh, uh, but yeah, this is a bit that I played. Uh, now, this is something. Uh, this is kind of similar to what I played a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, I played a bit. That was a Martha Stewart Thanksgiving bit. And this is a Martha Stewart uh, Christmas. This is where she tried to do a Christmas show when it, uh, it goes south real quick. So here we go. Hope you enjoy it. Hello. I'm Martha Stewart. Welcome to the Martha Stewart Christmas. I I mean, holiday special. (laughs) Don't want to alienate the Jews. Cut, cut. Uh, Martha, I think you had a little too much holiday cheer. Oh, poppycock. I've only had seven or eight goblets of our Martha Stewart blue ribbon eggnog. (laughs) Roll tape. Rolling. First thing we need to do is wrap our presents in this beautiful paper that you can order from our website. The fuck is this? Why does this why does this wrapping paper smell like kitty litter? We um your cat was God damn it, if my kitty wants this shit on your desk, uh, make her comfortable and give me some decent wrapping paper. uh, Okay, uh now then. Let's have a look at our lovely Christmas tree. First, for you Jews, we have a bunch of candles. What do you call that thing? A, um, a mammogram? That would be a menorah. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. What, what's that little beanie hat thingy they wear? I think what you're looking for is a yarmulke. The Yamaha. Whatever. The thing. You know. God, they're silly, but I love the Jews, and I love this eggnog. Uh, Martha, if you could get back to the show. Right. Now, let's get to the tree. Oh, heavens. Kitty's crawled up the tree. And, ah, ouch! Ah, somebody help me! Get this! Son of a bitch, that fucking tree pricked me right in the eyeball! Get this piece of shit tree off of me, god damn it! Fuzzy makeup! Try not to make me look like a whore this time, okay? (laughs) Oh, fuck you, Jew boy! You don't even believe in Christmas! That is the worst anti Semitism I've ever heard! You you know what? 
your toast, bitch. So sue me, dreidel boy, all right? Oh, oh yeah? You got the best legal team on the planet, and they're Jews, too. Ah. Oh, yeah, by the way, you're fired. Join us next time when we'll learn how to make a warm, cozy fire out of your leftover Christmas tree. <laughs> this sucks. I hate these fucking amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that's, that's from an album called Morning Sickness. That CD is long out of print. But, uh, yeah, that's from a guy, uh, C.J. Goodall, who has actually done some uh, voiceover stuff. And uh, I'll have I'll, I'll to play up, uh, and uh, I'll definitely rack up a couple more of his uh, bits for next week because they're Christmas-themed, and it, it makes sense. Play this for you on Christmas time. Get you in the little holiday spirit, as it were. Well, that's almost the end of the program, but I want to talk a little bit more. just want to plug again one more time the uh, the merchandise. Uh, teespring.com forward slash COVID hyphen 19 hyphen combat. Uh, doing my part to prevent the spread of this excuse me, pandemic. Uh, got a neck gaiter and a face mask on there. The face mask retails for $19.99. The neck gaiter is $27.99. And just uh, buy those and just, uh, you know, they, they make really good stocking stuffers. Also, so do the other stuff on the also does the other stuff on the uh, store too. Uh, teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash LRWS. And I'm going to keep all of the LRWS stuff up there, even though a lot of it's, you know, even though even it's got old information on there. Well, actually, not to the back. I mean, like uh, it's it's I'm still going to put, you know, I'm going to keep it up there out of respect to the program. But, uh, yeah, so there we go with that. So that takes care of that. I uh, just want to give the uh, schedule real quick. Coming up at 9 o'clock on nonamenetwork.net, it's Piccoli TV. Then coming up at uh, 9 o'clock on uh, tomorrow night on uh, radiochaos.net and kinkykatieradio.com. It's uh, Kinky Katie's World, brand, uh, the pre-show. Then 10 o'clock, a brand new episode. Then Sunday at noon. Rude Coffee with Don and Amy, and then Sunday at 5, it's uh, the Week in Review with Kevin, Don, and Randy. And make sure that you uh, check out TF52.com. Make sure that you uh, click on the Donate button if you'd like. You can donate however much you want, however little you want. Keep this thing going. I enjoy doing this. We got to have that server space, man. Uh, but uh, you are going to hear some old, uh, you are going to hear an old promo in a little bit. But uh, I want to play this in regards to, uh, you know, it's Christmas time. So I, I, I did a uh, I did a commercial one time for a bit uh, for something. Uh, Pat Robertson talking doll because I uh, uh, found this clip of Anderson Cooper dissecting some stuff Pat Robertson had said. Even, and even though I'm not too fond of Anderson Cooper, I, I tend to agree with him on this because a lot of people think Pat Robertson is just a religious nut. Really? He really is. Really is. All right. So I did a bit making fun of him, the Pat Robinson talking doll. Then it's going to go into an old sweeper with the old information about the show. But uh, don't worry, folks. New year, new sweepers, hopefully with your help. Again, if you want to help out with that, it's blindlawrence at gmail.com. Just put imaging in the subject line and then uh, you'll be good to go. All right. Well, other than that, good Lord willing in the creek don't rise. Tell someone you love that you love them and mean it. And I got that from this radio guy, Chris Thomas, who he used to say that on his show every day. And I liked it, so uh, it's an homage to him. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you next Friday.
Bye-bye. Take care. Have a nice weekend. New from the 700 Club, just in time for Christmas, it's the brand new Pat Robertson Talking Doll. The Pat Robertson Talking Doll stands at nine inches exactly and is very, very cross. Jesus, Lord, protector of all that is good and holy. Just pull the Jesus fish string and let the fun begin. Pat will teach you about household items. Towels can have AIDS. Traveling tips abroad. You might get AIDS in Kenya. If people have AIDS, you got to be careful. If you go overseas, don't eat fresh vegetables. If you go overseas, don't drink ice in any drink because the water isn't pure. Ice cream and, and milk because the milk may not be pasteurized. Tolerance for everybody except for homosexuals. They want to get people so if they've got the stuff, they'll have a ring, you shake hands, and the ring's got a little thing where you cut your finger. How to stay calm when dealing with people who have something contagious. I was in Zaire with a great Ebola outbreak, and we were helping people with Ebola, and it wasn't all this panic. And history. A long time ago in Haiti, they were under the heel of the French. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. We will serve you if you'll get us free from the French. And so the devil said, okay, it's a deal. The Talking Pat Robertson doll can be yours for just $49.99. Just $49.99 can give you salvation. To order your Pat Robertson Talking Doll, please have your credit card handy and dial 1-800-700-CLUB. That's 1-800-700-2582. Batteries not included. Sorry, we cannot deliver if you live in the San Francisco area. Brought to you by the Church of Jesus Christ in Latter-day Saints. And boom goes the dynamite. It's over, Johnny. It's over! You've been listening to the LRWS. Email the show, blindlords at gmail.com. Follow the crew on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash blindlords, Marcy underscore Catanese, or LRWS Waterhead. Become a fan of the show on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash LRWS Productions. Visit the archives on either youtube.com forward slash LRWS Productions or nonamenetwork.net. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. Search LRWS or follow the show on Spotify, search LRWS. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash LRWS or patreon.com forward slash L Ross 1987. Let me have a Diablo sandwich of Dr. Pepper. Make it fast. I'm in a goddamn hurry. This week's edition of the LRWS. Uh-oh. Has just hit the brakes. Keep your ugly fucking gold brickin' ass out of my beach community. You lose! Good day, sir! I was making radio shows for fun. Everybody does it. At least everybody I know does. Shut up! And baba booey to y'all. <laughs>